Six minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program.
Thank you. 
like to say thank you for taking the time to share The skies of tomorrow appear to be getting clear Just listen and hear, the music is near The birds will be singing all day I'm crazy for thinking the sun will shine As long as we care for each other We'll all be fine We are the same Except for our names Together with one heart let's pray Let there be peace Let there be light May all of your wishes come true tonight Let there be health, let there be cures May all of the illness be swept from our doors Let there be wealth for those in great need If we can help them, their souls will be freed May all our souls find the right mates May all of you
Remember how we fled our homes in the middle of the night Right across those stormy waters we held on with all our might It took a lot of faith just to believe we had the right Remember how we wandered all those years without a home We had to suffer the intolerance, no place to call our own But we always had each other when it hurt to be alone
With but one word as time commenced He bade the world begin A universe of endless space Both outward and within With but one thought He granted life A spark to stir the mind And to man above all else A soul indeed divine With but one Torah would he sketch A path on which to stride Adorned with cool refreshing springs To quench our thirst inside With but one people would he choose This Torah to impart Exalted by the ancestry That forged their noble Turn us 
One amazing selection off of Journeys Volume Number Four. It's called One Word. Safam before that with We Are One, one of my favorite songs ever. Heshi Rubin had Let There Be Peace. You heard Hamavdil on this Monday morning. Mayor Sherman with Masach Hashem, our Monday morning theme song, and from Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Monday on this June 9th, the 11th of Sivan. Good morning, everybody. A full, brand new, uh, amazing week ahead. <laughs> As we get toward the end of the school year, wishing everybody a uh, very successful final season, or whatever the case is for you, successful couple of last weeks of the school year, or for those of you who've ended the school year, hey, hope it went well. And thanks for opening your morning each day with JM and the AM. 64 degrees with rain. Oh, yeah, plenty of rain this morning at a high temperature of 74. Showers tonight, low 66. Morning showers for tomorrow. High temperature, 83 degrees. Right now, 81 in Yerushalayim, 79 in uh, Tel Aviv and Haifa, 93 in a lot. We're at 64 degrees here on a Monday in Jersey City at JM in the AM. want to wish a mazel tov to Jordana Weichner and Avi Levy. They got married last night. Beautiful wedding up at the uh, Rytown Hilton and just a, uh, a wonderful celebration. It's great to celebrate with old friends and a lot of people in that room last night go way back. And um, we say mazal tov to the Weichners and the Levies from all of us here at JM in the AM. Really a spectacular celebration. Hope your weekend was amazing and your Shabbos was a great one. A, uh, we had a short week last week. We did sneak in our weekly update on Friday, but a short week. My thanks to Amatis Weingast for an amazing job as usual yesterday morning with JM Sunday. It's incredible how he presents that show live every single week from one of our New Jersey studios, and I thank him for that. JM Sunday from 7 until 9 every Sunday morning on um, jmandtheam.org. So my thanks to Matis for that. And um, a full week ahead with plenty of activity here between 6 and 9 a.m. I want to thank those who welcomed us to a JEC RTMA last Monday morning, we had a wonderful celebration there. I saw Rabbi Peretz Hachbaum last night. We were talking about how great a reception we got um, uh, from our listeners on the airwaves. And uh, it was really a spectacular show. So a big thank you and a big hello to our friends in Elizabeth, New Jersey at JEC RTMA. One week ago we were there and their upcoming dinner is... Uh, in the very near future in our community calendar. We'll give you that information later on this morning. Next Monday, by the way, Michal Przanski. He's out with a brand new CD that it seems everybody is talking about. Oh, in fact, we're going to it next. And he'll be visiting us next Monday in studio right here at JM and the AM. Boy, oh boy. So much happening. It's just incredible. Monday morning, JM and the AM. Plenty more coming up at 91.1 FM. 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmandtheam.org.
pick the fruits off from the vine. I smell spices of all kinds. I rub these stones and behold a flame. Until next time, I will remember.
אנחנו בידך כך אומר, סלחנה על קל וחומר, יום ליום יביע אומר, ולילה ללילה. אל פוטה מכל צר, כנוחה מן המצר, ידך לא תקצר ליום ולא לילה. מיכאל שר ישראל, אליהו וגבריאל, יבואו נעים הגואל, ומירוני בחצי הלילה. עלינו שבוע טוב, song for the brand new week Hamavdil here at JM in the AM Moshe Hecht before that with his own Hamavdil off of Heart is Alive the Rabbi's Sons with La Yehudim from this CD entitled Kivinu oh uh, Yitzhak Fuchs in there as well with Hamavdil by Kodesh Lachol you heard Simcha Liner with Sheba Chol and the brand new Machol Przanski hit Amechad off of his brand new CD, Prue's Volume Number 4, Michal Przanski visits us a week from today right here at JM in the AM. A minute before 7 o'clock, this is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web. JM in the AM dot O-R-G. A big shout-out to the Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy. Their high school baseball team has reached the final for the third time in the last four years. They're going to play against Frisch. Oh, big shout-out to Frisch as well. They're going to play against Frisch. It's coming Sunday after the Rockland Boulders game, 6 p.m. up at the Boulders Stadium in Rockland County. All right, that should be fun. Two New Jersey teams going at it. This coming Sunday on Father's Day. So big shout out to them from all of us here at JM in the AM. Um, 
Galitzal in the background. News from Israel is coming up, and boy, oh boy, <laughs> Mayor Weingarten, who's coming up at nine o'clock this morning with the Israel show, just said to me off the air a few minutes ago how the uh, Israeli presidential election is one of the best spectator sports out there, if not the best. The vote will go on as planned. They were thinking of uh, postponing it, but they're going on as planned. The uh, the vote for the next president of the state of Israel is supposed to be tomorrow. And uh, supposedly that vote will, in fact, take place tomorrow. It should be interesting to see what happens. I think you could say at this point that the presidential vote or the election is completely up for grabs. Mayor Weingarten, by the way, will come up live at 9 o'clock this morning on jmnam.org, what we uh, like to call the Nahum Siegel Network. That's going to be happening between 9 and 10 this morning on your stream at jmnam.org. And he'll talk about the drama of the Israeli presidential election, who's left, who gets to vote, and why this might just be round one. He'll also talk about the government of Australia now changing the way it refers to parts of Jerusalem. And Hasbara highlights will feature 10 myths preventing an Israeli-Arab peace agreement. Brand new music from Yonatan Razel and Tal Segev. And a great mix of nostalgic Israeli music as well. All packed into one hour between 9 and 10 this morning on the stream at jmandam.org. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Monday follows next. We say Bokir Tov from JM and the AM. פרשת הרפז, מזכיר הממשלה אביחי מנדלבליט נחקר היום תחת אזהרה במשרדי היחידה הארצית לחקירות הונאה. האלוף במילואים מנדלבליט כיהן כפרקליט הצבאי הראשי במהלך הפרשה, והוא חשוד בביצוע עבירות של מרמה והפרת אמונים. כך דיווחה כתבתנו הדס שטייף. התפתחות משמעותית בחקירת חבר הכנסת בנימין בן אליעזר. חוקרי המשטרה פתחו היום כספת בבעלותו של פואד בבנק, בבנק בירושלים, ונמצאו שם כ-600 אלף דולרים. סכום גבוה בהרבה מזה שהצהיר עליו בפני החוקרים קודם לכן. בין היתר נבדק חשד שבן אליעזר גם הגיש תצהיר שקרי במהלך תיק חסוי שנדון בבית משפט. הבחירות לנשיאות. המועמד דן שכטמן מגלה שאם כצפוי הוא לא ייבחר לתפקיד הנשיא, ייתכן שיקים מפלגה חדשה או יצטרף למשה כחלון. יש מועות שאתה עשוי להקים מפלגה ולעמוד בראשה. אני לא פוסל את האפשרות הזו. הדבר, הדבר הזה עלה גם קודם, הוא עולה כל הזמן, ואני לא... אני אשקול בחיוב. אני פגשתי את משה כחלון בפגישה אישית בעבר. הנושא הזה לא נפסל על הסף. שלושה ימים לשריקת הפתיחה של משחקי גביע העולם, ההפגנות בברזיל נמשכות. כתבנו רון כלב. כוחות הביטחון בסאו פאולו השתמשו בגז מדמיע לפיזור 300 מפגינים שחסמו רחוב ראשי בעיר. המפגינים המשתייכים לארגון עובדי הרכבת התחתית של סאו פאולו השביתו בימים האחרונים את פעילות הרכבת ובכך מאיימים לשבש את פתיחת המשחקים בעיר. בחודשים האחרונים גוברות המחאות האלימות של ארגוני העובדים בברזיל במחאה על המיליארדים שהשקיעה הממשלה באירועי המונדיאל במקום בטיפול בבעיות החברתיות. בית משפט מחייב הורים מהצפון לחדש את הטיפולים הכימותרפיים לבנם, חולי הסרטן, לאחר שסרבו להליך על אף הוראת הרופאים. כתבנו גיא ורון. ההורים הפסיקו את הטיפולים הכימותרפיים לבנם בין 14 אחרי שלטענתם עיוורים ממחלת הסרטן ולאחר שהתייעצו עם רבנים, כל זאת בניגוד להמלצת הרופאים. כעת בעקבות העתירה של היועץ המשפטי לממשלה, הם יחויבו בהמשך הטיפול למען בריאותו של הבן 
ונאסר עליהם לצאת לחוץ לארץ. ולסיום, עכשיו זה רשמי, המדינה מוותרת על המניות בלאומי. כתבתנו יונה לייבזון. חברי ועדת הכספים אישרו את הצעת משרד האוצר למכור את יתרת מניות הבנק שבידי המדינה כשישה אחוזים. המכירה תתבצע בכמה פעימות בשנה הקרובה, והיא צפויה להכניס לקופת המדינה למעלה ממיליארד שקלים. אלה החדשות שעורך אילי לוין.
JM and the AM. Shlomi Daskal with an amazing medley. I uh, again take this opportunity to wish the uh, Weichner and Levy families, Teaneck and West Hempstead, a, a major mazel tov. Jordana and Avi were married last night. It was an unbelievable celebration a big... Big uh, kudos to the uh, Aaron Teitelbaum Orchestra. He produced a an absolutely spectacular celebration from the bandstand last evening, including uh, one of the most amazing chuppas you'll ever hear with strings and French horns that were uh, just amazing. Yisrael Lamb, of course, conducting, as you would suspect. And Shlaimi Daskal, both during the chuppa and during the um, first dance set at the... Uh, at the um, uh, celebra- at the reception at the celebration uh, was uh, the lead vocalist and did an absolutely superb job as you would expect. So big kudos to uh, Aaron Teitelbaum and company and thank you for including me. It was great being part of that massive fanfare announcement that included uh, <laughs> included a, a piece very familiar to New York Ranger fans <laughs> as we wish them good luck tonight and. Um, to Shlemy Daskal and Yonatan Schlagbaum and the entire uh, orchestra, Aaron Teitelbaum, Big Yashikoff from all of us here at JM in the AM, and the Jordana and Avi, Mazal Tov to you from all of us here at JM in the AM. Monday morning broadcast before the Shlemy Daskal piece, you heard Shalsheles with Leman, you're off of the Connection CD. Shimmy Engel opened up the hour with Hachi Tov. A, a single that was released a while back. Now Shimmy Engel is out with a complete album, which we just uh, uh, previewed over the weekend. Well, our good friend, Dr. Fagy Zakheim, is with us live via telephone. She, of course, for us, has represented the Task Force on Children and Families at Risk for many, many years. And both the Task Force and uh, OHEL are co-sponsors of the 15th annual Rebitson's Conference. The Rebitson's Conference is meant for Rebitson's principals and head mechanchos uh, this year's gathering, which is tomorrow in Brooklyn, New York, is Le'ili Nishmas of Shlomo Zakheim. And the topic is ADHD and the family, from struggle to strength. And it happens with an amazing panel starting at 1130 in the morning at Kahal Chassidim on 15th Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. And Fagy's with us at this last-minute uh, junction in order to um, uh, remind all those Rebitsons and uh, the ladies in important positions they still have time to register Dr. Fagi Zakai, welcome back to JM in the AM. Hi, good morning, Nachum. How are you? It's uh, great to hear your voice. I appreciate that. A pleasure to speak with you. I never thought, you know, there are a lot of things we talk about in our community and obviously outside of our community that affect both individuals and the family. I never thought of ADHD to be in that category. How'd you come up with this topic for this year? You know, I was listening to you introduce the topic and I'm thinking I am really excited that we've come to this time where we can write that down on a flyer, where we can write down that we are talking about ADHD. Um, ADHD, we all know, is about you know activity of children that are diagnosed as being overly active, hyperactive. It's a diagnosis. Um, it's ADHD. Sometimes it's called ADD, attention deficit disorder. It's very, very rampant. It's, it's, it's because we have been so advanced now in terms of our mental health education and trying to help our children in schools. This has, we have finally come to a time where we're talking about issues like this. And as people are listening today, because everybody listens to Nachum Siegel, as people are listening, I'm sure they're saying, wow, 
they're actually talking about ADHD. They're actually talking about ADHD to the Rebitsons. Can, can I come? Can I be a Rebitson? That's one of the main reasons that we're on the program tonight, this morning. Most of the people that are going to be there are the, are Rebitsons, Mechanchos, and people that are involved in working with children. It's not a program for the regular community. We've been called so much by people in the regular community asking if they could come to the program. Wow. And we're planning on doing it over for the, for the community at large because people want to know more about it, what to do about it. But for this particular program, it's really only for Rebitsons and Mechanchos and um, people that are involved in working with children. And I think the uniqueness here is that, uh, like I said, there are a lot of things where we relate to, uh, you know, someone suffering from something or having something, whatever the case is, and it affecting an entire family. I don't know if ADHD to us has ever been in that category, but obviously from the title of tomorrow's conference, it seems that uh, that there's a lot to be uh, a lot to be learned on that topic. That it affects not only an individual but the entire family. Well, let's let's think about it for a moment. Let's, let's just think for a moment, Nachum, because you have how many wonderful, beautiful children? Yeah. If one of your wonderful, beautiful children is also a wonderful, beautiful child, but is diagnosed diagnosed with ADHD, that particular child is going to need more attention than the other children. So if Hani and Shmuley and Maishi are all sitting at the kitchen table, but your special needs child is at that table also, you're going to have to pay more attention very often to that special needs child. And that takes away from Hani and Shmuley and Maishi. So in that way, don't you think it very much affects the children at the table and very much much affects the family? Well, now that you've explained it, it certainly makes sense. And uh, tomorrow, the Rebidsons and the ladies in different positions of Jewish education in our community will certainly get the same type of education from the Rebidsons Conference. Is this one of those uh, very popular conferences? Is this one of those that will be sold out by tomorrow night, by tomorrow morning? How about it is sold out? It's it's very very popular. Because it affects the mother when she goes to shul. It affects the father when he takes his son to shul. It it affects very many families, and studies are showing that right now people are not embarrassed to come forward and talk about their situation. Does the child just need therapy? Does the child need medication? What does the child need? Does the child need a shadow in school so that they will not disrupt the rest of the class? Um, we do support groups a lot for parents with children like this. Who are your and keynote speakers tomorrow? Two very wonderful people. Barry Holzer is a person who has been very deeply involved with working with this population for a very long time, both the ADHD part and the part of the family that is concerned and living with ADHD. So he is very, very active and very intelligent and extremely knowledgeable in this area. That's very exciting. And Dr. Ruchama Fund is one of our Rebitsons who has her Ph.D. and is very well known for working with children with ADHD and with their families also. The, the, the main part here is that it's not only about the child, it's about how the child affects the entire family. So it's really going to be amazing. Um, even though it says that it's uh, sponsored by the task force, which is made up of 35 agencies, right. and by OHEL, right. the other agencies, as you see on the bottom, HASC, MASC, the OU, Women's League, all of these agencies, and we've become much broader. Baruch Ber Bender from Achiezer is a very active member. It, we have become really much more broader over the spectrum. Muncie, 
Far Rockaway, Five Towns, Queens, all of these Rebbitsons come in for this Rebbitsons conference. So very nice. Very excited about it. All right, it happens tomorrow morning, 11.30 until 3 p.m. at Kahal Hasidim on 15th Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. The best way for people to make last-minute reservations. Uh, Dr. Fagi Zakhan, what would you recommend? I think they should immediately call um, Judy Steinig's number from the OU. That's it's on flyer. That's 212-613-8188. 213-613-8188. The flyer and the ad are in all the major Jewish um, communications. They could call you and you could get in touch with me if that if they can't if they don't have a copy of the flyer. Uh, but they should be really in touch immediately because there's a complimentary lunch as usual. We're giving our Rebbitsons the honor that they all deserve. I'm looking very forward to my mother-in-law being there. Rebbitsons Sarah Zakheim, Shlomo Yes's mother. She's a Rebbitson, very involved in her community. It's going to be a wonderful, wonderful event where all the Rebbitsons get a chance to see each other again, and they have lunch together. It's beautiful. It's very exciting to the, be there. Rebbitson S.D. Reisman is hosting it, as always, and the topic is just a great topic. So I think people need to come early to make sure that they get a seat to have their yummy, delicious lunch. <laughs> the 15th Annual Rebbitsons Conference for Rebbitsons Principals and Head Mechanchos on the topic of ADHD in the family. It's tomorrow in Brooklyn. Information at 212-613-8188, 212-613-8188. Dr. Fagi Zakheim, great job as usual. I'm sure tomorrow will be an amazing event, and the best regards to all the Rebbitsons. Nachum, thank you as always for being there for all of us, for continuing to take care of our community, for making sure that we all stay in touch with each other, and for really moving our community to a much more better place than we've been at you know years before because we know about things like this and we know about what's going on in our community all over the world thank god you're right. amazing and you're up to date and we just love listening to you all the time thank you very much we're making great progress thank god there she is dr fagi zak i'm tomorrow's the program for the rebbitsons in brooklyn new york 212-613-8188. Monday morning, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. You shall love your friend just like you love yourself. It's an important axiom from the Torah. As we know, Rabbi Akiva says, Your brother shall live with you where there is no conflict of interest there could be responsibility to do for him exactly what you would like done for yourself. The Chassam Seifer used to give a shir and halacha that was open to the community. He would allow questions in the middle of the shir, and on occasion, an individual seeking to gain honor would make a comment or challenge the Chassam Seifer in a public forum. One day, while the great Goin was delivering a shir, he was interrupted by a student who was neither learned nor well-versed in the topic of discussion. The student asked a question that had no relevance to the topic. The Chassam Seifer responded that there was no issue and continued with his lecture. When the shir was over, the Chassam Seifer's heart was pounding. He feared that he had embarrassed the student in public. Although the student had in fact not understood the shir, he hadn't grasped the complexity of the topic. Nevertheless, the Chassam Saif was concerned that this student was disgraced in front of his fellow students. The Chassam Saif then undertook to rectify the situation. He accorded him special honor 
that he only gave to the best students and invited him for Shabbos. He spent hours with him in private, reviewing the entire lecture point by point until the student was perfectly fluent in the entire lesson. Then the Chassam Sofer loosely related the question he had asked to the topic at hand. The following Thursday, at his weekly shir, the Chassam Sofer began by saying that he would like to respond to the question he was asked the previous week. He explained that he had initially dismissed the question and found that it was more profound and really deserved an answer. It was the Chassam Sofer that publicly asked the student for Mechila and blessed him for his knowledge and insight. The student was overjoyed at the attention and was greatly encouraged. In addition, when speaking to anyone from Pressburg, the Chassam Sofer would ask the individual if he had been present at the Thursday shear when the student introduced his question. If the answer was affirmative, the Chassam Sofer would ask the individual if he came the following week when he apologized to the student. The Tzaddik was afraid that perhaps someone had attended the first year and had not heard his subsequent apology at the second year. Such was the extent of the Chassam Sofer's consideration for the respect and honor of another individual. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
JM in the AM. Brand new Michal Przanski. He visits us a week from today here at JM in the AM with a brand new CD, Prus Volume 4. That's Alenu. Before that, Simintov done by Moshe David Weissman. 19 minutes before 8 o'clock in morning. Plenty of rain today with a high temperature of 74. It's a Monday as we head back to school and back to work for a nice, long, normal week. <laughs> Wishing everybody a lot of good luck in school and week and work this week. I uh, want to wish a mazel tov to all the honorees last night as the Sephardic home in Brooklyn, New York uh, had a, an entire delegation of rabbis from Israel, the U.S., and Canada, and many uh, members of government as well, as uh, they featured a uh, wonderful night of tribute. Um In honor of Rabbi Avraham Amar, their spiritual leader for the last 25 years of the Sephardic home. So Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. And the best regards to our friend Michael New and everybody, the entire staff at Sephardic home. They had a great celebration last evening. Mazal Tov. The RCCS annual golf and tennis tournament is scheduled for today at Cold Spring Country Club. Hopefully they'll be able to get in all the action. During the day today, you can go to uh, the website to um, find out more about the amazing efforts of RCCS, which we uh, highlighted here last week, pl- uh, two weeks ago. Play4miracles.org. Play the number four, miracles.org, for information. Want to wish a mazel tov to the Itzkowitz and Lefkowitz families. Mendy and Avigail are being married this evening, tonight. In Brooklyn, New York, a very special mazel tov to Mr. and Mrs. Eli Itzkowitz and Mr. and Mrs. Shimon Lefkowitz. The uh, wedding takes place tonight, and we say mazel tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Reminder that the 20th Aleph Society dinner honoring the work of Rav Steinzaltz takes place tomorrow evening at the Museum of Jewish Heritage in downtown Manhattan. Information, you can contact the Aleph Society at 212 212- Eight four zero one one six six two one two eight four zero one one six six for information. Rav Steinzoltz is amazing, and you get an opportunity to meet him up close and personal tomorrow night. Um, every encounter I've had with him has been incredible, and I'm sure you will feel the same. No doubt about it. Plenty more coming up here on a Monday morning. Oh, a reminder that a week from tonight, the forty fourth annual dinner for Yeshivat Karim Biavne takes place at the Museum of Jewish Heritage downtown. Simcha and Elisheva Goldstein, Rabbi Ari and Michal Zatz, and the DJ and Chaviva Alter of Passaic, New Jersey. They are all uh, honorees one week from tonight. The KBY dinner is kby.org, kby.org for information. Again, that happens a week from tonight. Check it out and enjoy. Also, uh, a big hello to our friends at JEC RTMA. We were there one week ago today. For an amazing celebration last week, right before Shavuos. Their big dinner is coming up on Tuesday, June the 17th. Mazal Tov to the Knecht and the Stadler families from all of us here at JM and the AM. It happens on Tuesday night, June the 17th at the Venetian on River Drive in Garfield, New Jersey. Go to thejec.org for information. Thejec.org for all the info. And uh, I do remind the uh, the folks at Breweria that the class of 1989 is reuniting on June the 29th at 6 p.m. June the 29th at 6 p.m. Information about all the uh, alumni events for JEC. It's alumni at thejec.org, alumni at 
jcc.org. And by the way, last week breakfast was brought, provided by our friends at JEC, and I wanted to give a special shout-out uh, to Pinchas Kassirer of uh, Glot Star Catering in Elizabeth, New Jersey, for doing a great job. Todaraba, a big thank you from all of us here at uh, JM in the AM. So there you go. Plenty more coming up here at JM in the AM as um, we continue here on a Monday. Mayor Weingarten is going to be presenting the Israel show between 9 and 10 this morning. And one of his topics will be the election tomorrow, supposedly, of the new president of the state of Israel. A lot of excitement surrounding this whole election process Mayor will discuss it between 9 and 10 this morning right after JMNAM. Make sure you tuned in to jmnam.org or the brand new NSN app uh, for both your iPhone and Android. Mayor will discuss all of it during the Israel show between 9 and 10. You can also log on to Facebook and go to uh, facebook.com slash the Israel show for more information about what he's presenting music-wise and news-wise this morning between 9 and 10 Eastern time right after JM in the AM. <laughs>
اشک و خیف یه روش روحی تیش کرخ یه بینی دید بکل شایدی آهای لخیکی ام Perfect lead-in to one of our favorite people from Jerusalem at Shlomi Daskal and Company uh, with the Aaron Teitelbaum Orchestra, a video that was just released yesterday uh, from the uh, amazing Rechnitz wedding from back in uh, February in Los Angeles. That's the Imesh Gachecha they did that night. And last night they were pretty amazing up at the uh, Rytown Hilton, a big, big Eshekach to Aaron Teitelbaum and Yisrael Lamb, Shlomi Daskal, Yonatan Schlagbaum, the entire orchestra who were simply spectacular. Uh, chuppah, reception. Um, in uh, celebrating with the uh, Weichner and Levy families, to Jordana Weichner and Avi Levy, we say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Two minutes after 8 o'clock, you heard the uh, Imesh Gachech piece. Before that, Eli Schwebel with Yaga from the Dear Shuachenu CD. You heard Shlemi Daskal. How do you like that? And Eight Rakod done by Yaakov Shweki, a very popular wedding song. I learned that again last evening, just how popular a song it is. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. And speaking of Rockland County, I am told by our friends at the Joseph Kushner uh, Yeshiva High School that they have a big baseball championship coming up in Rockland County this coming Sunday on Father's Day at 6 p.m. They're going to be playing right after the Rockland Boulders game up there against Frisch. And uh, so, therefore, we say good luck to JKHA, or I should say to a Joseph Kushner Yeshiva High School, 
uh, and uh, Frisch as they go head-to-head this coming Sunday in the uh, baseball championship in the high school yeshiva division. And I uh, believe Kushner is uh, in the championship now for the third out of four years, so we say mazal tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. Also remind everybody that with a brand new full week, we have a brand new full edition of the 9 at 9 for tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Yossi Zweig will count down what you have voted for uh, up until that point for the songs of the week. And there's a whole bunch of great material up there, brand new material from Michal Przanski and uh, from the Shiva Boys Choir and Shira Hadasha and Shimmy Engels. A lot of brand new material up there on the list. If you go to the 9 at 9 link at the very top of AchimSingle.com, you will see it. Make sure to vote like I just did a second ago, and uh, you'll be able to be included. Your vote will be included in the top nine at nine tomorrow night at nine p.m. Eastern time on our stream at jmtheam.org. Well, Shlomo Zwickler is in our studio. That's why the Imesh Chachich Yerushalayim was a very fitting uh, intro uh, last week, or I should say, now it's already almost two weeks ago. He had the opportunity to preside over the one, one of the most incredible Yom Yerushalayim Jerusalem Day celebrations of our era as uh, we celebrated the uh, 47th year of the reunification of the Holy City. And uh, he was there in the northeast Jerusalem, right on the spot uh, that we were talking about all morning long during our Jerusalem Day special, where the Israeli troops uh, came down from the northeast section of Jerusalem and ended up on our Temple Mount, uh, at least what we hope that we view as our Temple Mount, and certainly maybe one day if we do that, then the entire world will view it as our Temple Mount. Shlomo Zwickler! A belated Chag Yom Yerushalayim Sameach, and welcome to JM in the AM. Boker Tov, Nachum. How are you? Baruch Hashem, great to be here with you. Tell us first what happened on Tuesday night when everyone gathered at Beit Road for Yom Yerushalayim services. Uh, well, before the Yom Yerushalayim services, we um, had a uh, spectacular moment. It's one of those moments when a guy like me at least pinches himself and asks, you know, what did I do to get to be the guy to do this? Um, we had the uh, fixing of the mezuzot, uh, effectively dedication ceremony for those new buildings that we uh, have now uh, completed construction of nice. over there on the uh, Mount of Olives Ridge. Effectively the first uh, Jewish construction project in that area of Yerushalayim ever, because even back in the day when Yerushalayim was under our Jewish control 2,000 years ago, and more than that, uh, this area was never really populated with Jews. Um, it was an open, uh, undeveloped area, uh, so it's a pretty big deal. Um, and uh, it's also part and parcel of that you know, Jewish territorial contiguity around the old city, and it's at a critical crossroads, so critical, in fact, that strategically speaking, when uh, the modern Jewish heroes, the paratroopers of 1967, uh, liberated Yerushalayim 47 years ago, we just celebrated that night, that Tuesday night, this is the area where they staged their attack in which, in fact, they conducted the final battle before the command was given to take back uh, Harabayat and to unfurl the Israeli flag there for the first time in 2000 years. We had lots of people in attendance, uh, no less than Naftali Bennett, uh, who is now a government minister, who's uh, known to, uh, of course, your audience and also known to Beta supporters. He, one of his first uh, appearances, even though he didn't appear in person, he appeared by satellite in the U.S. was at our dinner a couple of years back, um, and also Uri Ariel, Minister of Housing, appropriate. It's also a uh, very important person in the whole uh, enterprise of settling Eretz Israel over the past 30 or 40 years or so, and also he's, of course, the Minister of Housing in the current government. Very impactful as well. We're both on hand. And uh, it impacted them so much that later that evening, 
um, when they went on to, you know, there are several celebrations in Yerushalayim, on Yom Yerushalayim, several places to be, several um, uh, places to daven, etc. And one of the classic places is uh, towards midnight. There's always the, the uh, now traditional um, get-together at Yeshivat Merkazarav, which is, of course, where it's view of the cooks that's how um, officiated. He was the Rosh Hashiva for many, many years, the son of Avram Cook, and it was Ratziu who was the ideological father of the whole Gushimuni movement. All the major religious Zionist rabbis of today are somehow either students of or students of students of Ratziu. And so at Merkaz Radio, was a big Yom Yerushalayim celebration. And uh, when Naftali Bennett and Uriara, both of them, spoke there at Merkaz Arav, they talked about the moving moment for them in dedicating the new neighborhood of Beit Orot. We had an attendance there, uh, um, Daphna Ashkenazi, who's the granddaughter of Giora. And uh, people who are familiar with the story of the founding of Beit Orot and the story of 1967 that you and Mayor Weingarten discussed on Yom Yerushalayim know that Giora Ashkenazi was one of the company commanders of the paratroopers, the paratroop corps. And that's the famous story of Hanan Porat and Micha Chorin, etc. And he died in battle there, the place which later became Beit Orot. And, and his was granddaughter his was with granddaughter. you. Yeah, that night. And it was a very, very moving moment. We should stress something that you just mentioned uh, in passing, and that is that Beit Road was a completely undeveloped area right. before you got there. I say that because the neighbors that you have in the Beit Road area are not, not always happy with these housing dedications, <laughs> frankly. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess uh, to put it bluntly, they had their opportunity to do whatever they wished at that uh, point for many, many centuries. Well, well, yeah, well, we actually had a very um, significant visitor uh, just before Yom Yerushalayim to Beit Arot. Not exactly to Beit Arot, but right next door to Beit Arot. You know, the Pope came to visit That's right. uh, Israel, uh, the Holy Land, as he calls it. Um, and his the Pope's house, the, the, the official residence of the Pope, and therefore the Vatican ambassador, is uh, literally two doors away from... Have from, I seen it from the outside without realizing You it? have seen it. In fact, everybody's seen it. It's the building that has a big flagpole on it, and the flag only flies there when he's in town. So the day before Yom Yerushalayim, his yellow and white flag was flapping in the wind. And in fact, we were under lockdown. It was a whole... It was very difficult to access, and we had a, we were really worried that he wasn't going to leave before Yom Yerushalayim, and that would have been a disaster. <laughs> but I guess somebody gave him some good advice to uh, fly away. Before uh, the Jews, you know, uh, come in. That must so have been interesting. Yeah, it was worldwide attention on your corner of the world. Although you're used to worldwide attention on your corner of the world. Shlomo Zwickler is here. What happened on Wednesday, Yom Yerushalayim, during the day up at Beit Harot? Uh There were more people than we anticipated. Who Probably the most up. ever. Uh, I don't know the biggest ever, but uh, we definitely. Uh, at one point, I walked out into the inner courtyard where we have these uh, shiurim. Uh, in, the mor- in the morning, we have these shiurim where many, as it goes in Israel, many of these shivot, almost everybody in the Datilumi world at least, comes up to Yerushalayim, the morning of Yom Yerushalayim. Right. And uh, they need to go somewhere afterwards because there's a lot of time between the morning, you know, Vatican in the morning and the Rikud Galim, the uh, flag dance, as they call it, through town, and then the old city in the afternoon. So where did they hang out? So now the, a lot of people have been coming to hang out, a lot of the yeshivot have been coming to hang out at Beit Orot, and we have had these shiurim with many uh, well-known rabbinim, at least well-known in Israel, Rav Shmuel Eliyahu was there, Rav Eli Ben-Dahan was the Deputy Minister of Religious Affairs, um, Rav Chaim Drukman came to speak, wow. uh, etc. And, of course, Rav Dani Isaac, the Rosh Shiva Beit And at one point, we had, I think, uh, there must have been a thousand people <laughs> just swarming around the inner courtyard, which has, of course, gotten smaller because now we're, you know, the we prepared the construction site also, the next stage right. of construction. Um, there are a lot of people, and, of course, the highlight of the day 
aside from all of the various tulim and aside from uh, the um, the hikes going out in all directions, we have that big crane lift right. on uh, on Yom Yerushalayim. The uh, for now once a year that we do it, and we're looking to make it permanent, but God willing, um, we're working on that very um, very uh, very fiercely. Um, but that was an amazing moment because you get to be lifted up about 60 meters, figure about a 20-story building up in the air above Harat Sofim, and to see a view which is uh, unmatched anywhere. Is that view um, uh, on the website? Can people see what you saw that day? Are there photos up there? Yes, you can. In fact, I think, I'm not sure we posted on the website yet, just realizing that now, but certainly on our Facebook page, both mm. the, the Beirut Facebook page as well as my Facebook page, there is actually a video clip of the... Of, of a person standing on the uh, lift, on the crane lift, going up and then coming back down. So you get the whole experience of the view, et cetera, et cetera. It is quite, quite something to see. Unbelievable. Uh, Shlomo Zwickler is here. By the way, speaking of website, email, et cetera, uh, Beta Road still on a weekly basis continues. And this is a good week, by the way. Parsha Schloss. This, this is a good week to sign up. <laughs> this is my favorite Parsha. This is a very good week to sign up. Yeah. Every, what is it, Friday morning they get it? Every Friday morning. Every Friday morning. You'll find it in your inbox, words of Torah from the Rosh Hashiva and others uh, at the Beto Road. And uh, very simple, go to BetoRoad.org. Sign up right there at right. Be- No IL. Just, we're, just we're, 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 we're universal. Right. Uh, org. We spell Betorot with B-E-I-T-O-R-O-T, one word, dot org. And right there on the uh, homepage, there's a sign-up form. You can sign up for the Orota Parashah, we call it. And it's not just a Dvar Torah, which, of course, is significant and important, but as we like to say, it's one of the, um, uh, I don't want to say only, but one of the unfortunately few pieces of Dvar Torah on the Parsha, which you can get from a uniquely religious Zionist perspective. All right. That's very important. And like I said, it's the perfect week to sign up, so go ahead and do so. Shlomo Zwickler is here. Summer is coming. I say this now, the uh, second week of June, because people are making plans for July and August. And one of the things we encourage people to do this time of year is to get Beta Road onto their tour schedule. I would assume that, again, this summer, like every summer, you and your staff will be prepared for anybody who wants to come and see the amazing uh, yeshiva, the brand new neighborhood, and of course the entire area of Beit Road. A hundred percent, and uh, our tours, uh, you know, take you to places that people aren't familiar with. Unfortunately, to see places not only behind the headlines, but to see places of our history which are not so well traveled. Um, whether it's the uh, eastern slope of Harazetim, which uh, we're hoping and working now to create as a national park, for that matter. Uh, which is take, affords you a view onto Malaya, the Mim in the Judean Desert, now towards Har Sartava, and, and, and even now to clearly to see the you know, Harim Moav, to see Jordan, um, etc. Um, places that people don't regularly go to and visit. Um, a visit, of course, to see the uh, Tatspit from atop of Amik Tzurim, which is uh, looking out towards the uh, view of the entire skyline of the city, both the modern city as well as the ancient city, and to gain a uh, very, very unique perspective on, I guess you could say, the intersection or the crossroads of of the political history, the strategic significance, the demographic balance that is uh, right now uh, shifting, um, and uh, all of, of course, the work that we're involved with and that we're pushing in this area to forge the idea to create the reality in people's minds, because the reality is on, certainly on the ground, that this is just another part of normative part of Jewish Jerusalem. 
Um, the best tour web address, email address, the best way to set up a tour would be? The best way to do it is, once again, go to beitorot.org, B-E-I-T-O-R-O-T.org. Click there on the word English if you can't hack it in Hebrew. It's right up there on top. And then there's like a very, very large icon for tours. And you just click on the tour button and sign up, fill out the form, sign up for one of our tours. And you will be doing the bar mitzvahs, the bat mitzvahs, whatever, whatever type of celebration people want. You take care of the whole thing for them. They should check it out. Yes, if there's someone who's doing a bar mitzvah celebration this summer, one of the big questions people often have is, okay, great, so I go to the Kotel. That's a pretty easy uh, for, uh, thing to do. Go to the Kotel, grab a bima, make a minion. <laughs> but then I want to you know, celebrate with my friends. I want to you know, uh, give them a little bit of something to eat, give them some breakfast, et cetera, et cetera, or brunch, maybe even do a tour out of the whole thing. And unfortunately, they're a very, it's a very tight space down there, there around the Kotel and the very limited options uh, around the Kotel and even in the old city, plus they're also very expensive. Um, well, just a hop, skip, and a jump away from the Kotel is Beit Rot. And in fact, if we uh, have enough advance warning, and advance warning means a couple of days, um, you can actually even get a bus arranged for your guests to meet you outside of the Kotel Plaza and about a five or, if there's traffic, ten-minute bus ride up to Beit Rot. And we have this beautiful courtyard, and we can provide a brunch and combine it with one of our tours of the area so you can put some content in it and also make an important statement and expose your friends to a part of Jerusalem they probably haven't seen before, and more significantly than that, to learn more about the issues that are probably at the uh, cusp of Jewish activism today. Shlomo Zwickler is here, Beit Arot, Jerusalem. Check it out online, beitarot.org, B-E-I-T-O-R-O-T.org. It's Monday, plenty more coming up. Keep it here at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. Yidol with Sos Asis. Before that, you heard God Elbaz, Hashem Melech. It's J.M. in the A.M. at 25 minutes after 8 o'clock. Shlomo Zwickler visiting us from Beit Road, Jerusalem. Of course, this is the time of year where those of you who are heading to Israel, July and August, during the summer months, you want to play, make sure to plan your tour of Beit Road, see an area of Jerusalem. And if you've never been there, I guarantee you've never seen anything like it. Uh, and you've never seen Jerusalem from that perspective, from northeastern, from the northeastern part of the city. Uh, go to the Beit Arot website, beitarot.org, B-E-I-T-O-R-O-T.org, and you can check out what's happening uh, in Beit Arot, and you can see some great photos, and you can plan your tour, your next visit to Jerusalem. J.M. in the end, with a reminder that Mayor Weingarten is coming up at the uh, top of the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern Time with the Israel Show. One of the things Mayor's going to be discussing, by the way, is the Israeli election. You know, there's an election tomorrow in Israel. You're actually out of the country for the election. How do you like that? I don't have a right to vote. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it's still funny. You would never miss a general election, right? No, never would. Um, do you remember the first year you voted in Israel? Do you remember what it was? I do. It was the year that um, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu beat current President Shimon Peres. 96. But yeah, by like a minuscule of a percentage. Does that make sense? Ninety six. Yeah, that was ni- it was nineteen ninety. Yes, it was nineteen ninety six. That was my first. The first time I voted as an Israeli citizen. It was a very monumental moment for me. Oh yeah. Um, but it also was very critical when that year every vote counted, and that was I want you know you remember what the context was. Robin was just assassinated. Right. And Perez became prime minister by default. And without a doubt, if Perez would have been elected, because he wasn't elected the first time, he would, right. he would have won the election, right. certainly he would have continued down the Oslo path. Um, and uh, for those of us who believe in the, uh, how should I say, the, 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 the uh, fullness of the land of Israel, etc., it was a one of those Yeharegva al Yavor moments. And um, uh, it was very critical. And it was a very. It was almost like you had this euphoria in the morning when we woke up and and Bibi had just just pulled out uh, the victory. He actually, what was it? He he lost right when he went to sleep, and then by the time the morning came, the votes had indicated he won. Right. The projections in right. the, when you went to sleep, if if you went to sleep, right. As I the recall, end of the night. As I recall, I think I stayed up all night. It was <laughs> it was, it was on Spielkes, as they say. Um, but yeah, I think it was like six thirty in the morning or seven o'clock in the morning. They finally had the final vote tally. And everything is, of course, counted by hand in Israel. Um, for the most high-tech startup nation, we still count right. paper. Yeah, imagine that. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, and uh, it was just utter euphoria. It was, it was, it was like a, a feeling like the, as if the Mashiach came or something. It was like, it was like the salvation moment. Um, and, and I remember actually was very one of the most interesting comments, which which still are with us to this day. When Perez was asked, what do you make of the election result? How do you feel about it? It said on a talk show about a week later. You know, so he said, "Oh, the Jews beat the Israelis." Right. That was the comment, I remember that. and uh, that's a, that's a going it's a going uh, conversation. You know, what what does it mean? You know, the Jewish state. Right. What is you know the, the connection of the two together? Israel is the Jewish state. So why do we say Jewish state is the Israeli state, et cetera, et cetera? Here's here's my unfair question to you, sir. I don't know if you want to answer it. You don't have to. Have you voted for Netanyahu every time? Well, I mean, he's run every time, obviously, because I mean it works party wise, right? Although that election was separate for prime minister only, or every time Netanyahu has been a candidate right. with his name on a piece of paper, meaning when there was been a, has been a separate election, there were right. two pieces of paper. But there were only in. two separate elections, right? No, no, no. The, there right, were more. Correct. correct. No, there, there were you're, two. You're right. There were only two times right. when there was a direct election of the prime minister. Right. 
the old system, which is the current system, right. is you elect the party. Correct. So both times that there was direct election of the prime minister, he got your I, vote. I voted for Benjamin right. Netanyahu. Right. Indeed. Doesn't really answer my question, but I guess. And that's the most I'm going to answer. <laughs> Would you vote for BB today? There's rumors he may go to early elections, you know. Um, well, when the platform is submitted and when right. the campaign is underway, I'll make my decision. But, uh, if that platform includes annexation, you'd be more, uh, you'd be more inclined to vote for it. Right. Let, 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 let me cut the chase, Nachum. You, you, you know my stance and my position for the most part. I'm what they call it, one of those mamlachti guys. Really? And, um, I think that the prime minister, when all, when all said and done, has been doing a fantastic job and I know that there's lots of complaints and lots of concern about where he's going with these things and his pronouncements in certain directions and certainly his Barilan speech was not something which I would consider to be a highlight of his career and I don't right. think that the adaptation of the what they call a two-state solution was a, a good thing to, uh, to, to commit to, etc. Although there are those who would say that Netanyahu by embracing the two-state solution probably did more to thwart its eventual uh, assumption Mm -hmm. more than to uh, bring it. But again, that's a question of playing chess. So if you consider that he's playing chess, if you consider he's doing a dance, if you consider the fact that in the end of the day, the final result is that our position hasn't worsened, it's actually gotten better, and he hasn't had to withdraw or to uh, secede from anywhere, um, I think he's doing a pretty good job. That's what it would seem to me. There you go. I even think you'd hear people like uh, Naftali Bennett saying the the same thing. I think he has said the same thing. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Shlomo Zwickler is here. Are the new buildings, and I'm not referring to the uh, the ones that are now undertaking a groundbreaking. I'm talking about the re- the new buildings that we are familiar with in Beit Road now inhabited or not? Because I know you had told us at Pesach time, which of course in Israel can mean a lot of things, right? Acharyach again. Uh, that they would be. What's the status right now? The mezuzot are up. The chashmal, the electricity is connected. The infrastructure of communications, bezek, etc. is Water? all hooked up. Water is hooked up, but it's not turned on, meaning the meters haven't put right. on yet, and therefore people haven't physically moved in. And But some people do have access to their apartments, and also the street below, it's being put in what they call in Israel, Evan Mishtalivit, which is this, uh, it's sort of like a street that's also a sidewalk. So it's a... Uh, uh, one of these, I don't know how to term it in, in, uh, in, in, in English. It's, um, it's, it's being like, kind of like, like brick flooring on the street. Therefore, it takes a little bit longer and that's still being done. It hasn't been completed yet. The kids are, people, the, the community is not yet in place. Let's put it that way. Do you way. think it will be by the end of August when people come to visit? I know for a fact that the contract, contractor will be in violation of the agreement if it's not. So. Meaning inhabited. Has yeah, to, yeah, it right. has to be, has to be right. inhabited. So by maybe by Tishabov? When people, a lot of people will be coming after the I, first I, week I, of August. I, I, I've, I've stopped giving, putting dates yeah, on understand. it because I get in trouble with but that. But it's p- very but likely. It, 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 extraordinarily likely that, that, that any day now we could be uh, done and have inhabitants and be done with it. A new stage at Beto Road and this new uh, complex, uh, identical to the first one, meaning in the same goal. Same size. Same no, no, different goal. The uh, the new construction, which is about to get underway, which we announced the approval that we received back at the dinner in January, that right. was for an additional three buildings, um, which is not purely residential. It's a combination of housing for our married students, what some people would call Avrichim, right. or I think the local terminology is Jungalite, right. something like that. Um, people who learn the yeshiva, they're married, they're studying usually for uh, the Rabbanut, etc., and living on campus. 
um, and also a dormitory facility to finally um, answer the, the 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 capacity demands that people have for our students in the area. But of course, remember that this is not just another yeshiva. This is the yeshiva at the heart of the community, the only Jewish community on the northern ridge of Har Zaytim. So and the, the number of dorm students right now. How many around? Yeah, it's, uh, it, it fluctuates based on when the boys are going to the army right. or not. It can fluctuate on campus. But it's a hundred time a year. An abnormal Anytime number. Anytime from five, fifty to a hundred, and it fluctuates during over the course of the year. And this facility will allow for more, or we have the capacity therefore to double our numbers. Wow. And you do have demand from families around Israel for their children to Absolutely. come to Beit Absolutely. At the same time, uh, you know, a, a blessing which is also a curse. As anybody who knows anything about the Israeli uh, yeshiva scene is that there, there are there are yeshivot mushrooming and popping up right. uh, all over the place, and the competition for students has become fierce. And you would to say the, the least. And you would therefore be hesitant to start an American program or or to further your uh, activities for foreign students or you would be more inclined to do so? Well, I'll answer you in the following way. We have a phenomenon which I'm not really sure how to explain where many um, second year American students from one of the typical American yeshivas often will come um, to a yeshiva like ours because they want a more uh, Israeli experience and or they want to uh, blend in to go to the army through a Hezder program right. and a Hezder unit, et cetera, et cetera. So we'll often have boys like that in a right, second the year. Right, the Othniel example. Right. Correct, right. Cor- correct. Um, and also we have an unbelievable number of Israeli-Americans or American-Israelis. I don't know how to term that exactly. Yeah, you do have a lot of English speakers we, Right, there. right, we do. And that's a, it's a phenomenon. The only way I can explain it is what we call second-generation Americans, I right? Because they, the parents like look like my kids kind right. of thing. Um, and I guess the way you explain it is because Americans who make Aliyah tend to be, you know, idealistic. People who make Aliyah from America, you know, it's, you're not making Aliyah. Well, maybe now you are. But at least 20 years ago, you weren't making Aliyah necessarily for financial reasons. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, you, you made Aliyah because you felt strongly about living in Israel. And if you're already doing that, it means you have a knack for idealism, you have a knack for ideology, and you went to live in places that were not you near know, your typical, you know, easy life, et cetera, et cetera. And you raise your children with this certain burning desire to do something actively, to be involved, to something which is cutting edge. Plus, it seems English speakers always gravitate toward Jerusalem anyway. <laughs> uh, that's also true. That's right. also true. There's always a kind of, they always want part of Jerusalem in their lives. A certain version of the Jerusalem syndrome. No question about <laughs> it. No question about it. Final words with Shlomo Zwickler coming up. It's Monday at JM in the AM.
Monday morning with Simcha Liner, uh, 64 degrees, rain out there, and a high temperature of 74. You'd think we were broadcasting from Beit Road. That's the type of weather we have today, because every time we go to Beit Road, we bring the rain in the mud. Remember that? Yeah, I, I do remember that, but you know what? By us, after Pesach, you don't really need an umbrella. Yeah, although that one summer I was in Israel, it rained during the nine days. It rained when you came the first time for Yom Yerushalayim. Oh, that was insane. I remember my, I had I had water in my car. Oh my God! It was completely, <laughs> my car was flooded. The whole city was flooded. That yeah, day. that was seven I, years ago last week. And you, and you, we originally were broadcasting with you on the roof of on the Big Merpesa, the right? Inbal, the Inbal. Correct. And we moved inside right. to your and like, thank room. God we moved inside. Although yeah. boy, did that destroy that show. <laughs> I don't know what it is with me and weather. You know, I don't know if you know this or not, but the last time I was in Israel, there was a big blizzard. Are you familiar with that? You know, I think I recall <laughs> something like that this past winter. Is that was that this past winter? Uh, yeah, yeah, that wow. Thursday that we were supposed to. To be at Beit Arot. Yeah, but I brought you anyway. I can't remember that. You were very impressed with my driving skills. Well, you drive like an American in snow, thank God. <laughs> I can tell you a hundred stories. Did you read my post? That I did? Yes. You saw it? Yes, I saw your post. I mean, come on. Water the snow. That's an effective way of getting rid of it. <laughs> it's freezing outside. Let's use water. Now, 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 the week of Parshat Shlach, we don't want to be right. We don't want to, uh, you know. By the way, you should know, before I wrote that whole thing about what it was like to be in Israel and Yerushalayim specifically during the blizzard, I said to myself, I want, you know, Urei Batuv Yerushalayim. I really don't know. I hope people realize that it's like we're just having fun, so to speak, you know, comparing cultures and backgrounds. Hope people don't think that I was uh, too negative about that. Well, but I, I worried about that, and this is the week to worry about those. Well, things. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, I'll give you this. I think, 
in what I would call the default listening audience and the default reach, the natural reach of of uh, Jame and the aim of Nachum Siegel, et cetera, et cetera. I think people pretty much get where you're coming from and what you're saying and that it's all in good favor and in good fun and oh, it's all for, for personal concern. You made me feel better. Right. I, I, th- I, think, you're, I think you're pretty safe in that regard. Where will you be this Shabbos when I, need, when I need you to make me feel better about not living in Israel when I read Parsha Shlach? Uh, un- unclear yet, Nachum. Unclear yet, Nachum. But uh, won't be let, 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 let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. The, the, the words of Kalev and Yifuneh. Are, are words to live by. Because people think that the Miraglim, that the chet that they made, that their greatest sin, and maybe this is me personally talking, I'm not sure. I, I, I've, I've learned, I've talked about this so much and learned so much stuff about this. I, mean, I don't know who I'm quoting anymore from quoting anybody. It's my own original thought. I have no idea. So <laughs> excuse me for, 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 for not quoting properly if I'm, if I'm doing so. Good. But everybody thinks that the chet of the Miraglim is that they went there and they lied about Eretz Israel. You know what? They didn't lie. They didn't lie. They told it like they saw it. They told it what they said, what they saw. And it's very, very fearful. You know, when you're living out in the desert and you have Amud Hanan, you have Amud, you have Amud Aish and Amud Hanan, and you have Man coming out of the sky, and every all, every concern of yours is being taken care of. You know, and to think you have to go to fight these people and, and, and to conquer, and, and then once I fought them and I've conquered the land, then I have to build infrastructure. And I've got to set a societal norm, and I, I've got to work. I've got to work intellectually. I've got to work physically. Who wants to work? Who wants to do all that? It's like, give me a break. We'll stay right here. And basically, what the, their sin <clears throat> was not a lie, and the sin was also not even about the fact that they didn't want to do what Hakadosh Baruch Hu wanted them to do, what God wanted them to do. Their sin was that they didn't believe in the power of the Jewish people. Because mm. what did Kalev say back to them? What was his response? We can do it. Those are the key words. We have the capability. We have the power. We have the genetic composition. We have the intellectual capacity. We're the people who can make that difference, who can make that change. That God created the world for us to do something with it. And by the way, that's uh, a... That, that's It's important to point this out. This generation continues, like the generations in the modern state of Israel before them, to prove that uh, amazing things can be accomplished in the Holy Land that affects the entire world. Like Rav Cook said himself over a hundred years ago, the challenge is liot poel im el, right. to be active with God, exactly. with Hashem. And that's the challenge of, of, of Am Yisrael. That's what, we're, that's what we're meant to do. We're not meant to sit idly by and say, oh, you know, the Mashiach will come and we'll get up and go. Habibi, the Mashiach's not going to come. You have to bring him. That's it. You have to anoint him. You have to pick him. Good message. Padaraba. <laughs> have a uh, kayit na'im, as they say. In Beit Arot and Kochav HaShachar. And uh, anybody who would like to get in touch with Shlomo Zwickler and his staff, the family at Beit Arot, to take advantage of their tours all summer long in northeast Jerusalem, just go to the website, beitarot.org. B-E-I-T-O-R-O-T dot org and enjoy it. It's an amazing experience. It's a, it's a great chunk of time and you get to see some amazing things and you will not regret it. Your family will love it and uh, you could spend an entire day with Shlomo Zwickler and his staff. It's a great opportunity to become familiar with some of the great challenges and great opportunities to be connected to the Jewish future and to take part in it, frankly, once you learn about it, which is an important part and parcel of the whole, the whole effort. And let me just mutter out 
uh, like in the details, the website, betarot.org, everybody heard a few times already. And if you're in Yerushalayim, if you're already in town, or if you want to make a long-distance call from here, the number you want to call is 02-628-4155. Again, that's 02-628-4155. And we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to see you in Eretz Yisrael. We'd love to see you in Yerushalayim. And we'd love to entertain you, to inform you, and Be'ezrat Hashem to inspire you. Thank you for having me, Nachum. Monday morning, it's JM in the AM. In the coziest place in the world Where there's a fire of truth Burning at all times The only place in the world That you could plug yourself in Recharge and recharge and recharge. The Heilige Base Madrash. I remember it was during Elo one night seder. I was learning in Silver Spring. I think it was a Thursday night.
Eitan Katz live in Jerusalem here as we start to wrap up a Monday uh, broadcast. Yeshivat Shalvim and Shalvim for Women has announced their annual dinner. It happens this coming 24th of June, June the 24th, at the Museum of Jewish Heritage in New York City. Information about all of it, go to shalvimdinner.org, shalvimdinner.org. Uh, you'll get information we'll talk more about it as we get closer to the event. I want to remind everybody that tonight is the Aleph Society event, the um, a unique opportunity to uh, speak directly with Rabbi Adin Evan Yisrael Steinzaltz happens tonight, the 20th Aleph Society dinner happening at the Museum of Jewish Heritage in New York City. Information at 212. This is tomorrow night's, excuse me. This dinner is tomorrow night, 212-840-1166, 212 one one six six. Mazal Tov to the Itzkowitz and Lefkowitz families. Mendy Itzkowitz and Avigail Lefkowitz getting married tonight. Uh, looking forward to celebrating with them this evening. We say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. And again, a Mazal Tov going out to uh, Jordana Weichner and uh, Avi Levy and the entire Weichner and Levy families. An amazing celebration yesterday at the Rytown Hilton with a special Yashikoch to uh, Aaron Teitelbaum and Yisrael Lamb and Shlemy Daskal and Yonatan Schlagbaum and everybody who had a role in yesterday's amazing uh, orchestra that performed so incredibly and during the chuppah featured some of the most beautiful French horns and strings you've ever heard. Just an amazing performance, both the chuppah and the reception. Aaron Teitelbaum uh, Orchestra gets a uh, big thumbs up after last night's celebration. Mazal tov to the Hassan and Kala and both families from all of us. Here at JM in the AM. Monday morning broadcast as we wrap things up with Avremo at JM in the AM. Sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. I want to remind everybody the Israel show with Mayor Weingarten is next on our stream at jmnam.org. He will discuss the Israeli elections, which are scheduled to take place tomorrow. He will discuss the government of Australia and its decision to uh, refer to Jerusalem in a much different way than many other people do. He'll have Hasbara highlights 
debut brand new music and much, much more. It's all happening on the Israel Show coming up next at jmnam.org between 9 and 10 Eastern Time. Tune in, check it out, and enjoy. Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Israel Show. Tomorrow, I, I believe I am here early in the morning, and then I have to head out early, so Miriam L. Wallach is going to be taking over. And uh, that will be happening tomorrow between 6 and 9 right here at JMNAM. So make sure to be tuned in. Have a fabulous Monday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.